So in chapter six, we look at one of the most important influences on human behavior, and that's the influence of individual human experience, um, this chapter on uh, human learning. Now, what you'll see in this chapter is that uh, while this chapter is titled Learning, uh, it's about um, learning on a very, in a very general uh, sense, that is how everyday experience affects our future behavior. So again, it's all about the effect of our individual experience. Now, we will look um, uh, later on at some other kinds of uh, learning, particularly learning of information uh, in our chapter on memory. Um, but, um, but this stuff in chapter uh, six uh, looks at the effect of our everyday experience and how it affects our future uh, behavior. So your, ex your personal experience, how it made you what you are today and how it can change in the future. Now, um, uh, so a lot of what we'll be looking at in this chapter uh, comes to us from behavioral psychology. Uh, now, not everything, but a lot of it. Uh, if you recall um, from our early history of psychology, the behaviorists um, believed that uh, there were universal laws of behavior um, that could be discerned, uh, just like there are laws of thermodynamics or laws of gravity. Uh, they believed that there were laws of behavior out in the universe that could be um, uh, discerned by careful observation, and that these laws would apply to uh, human behavior in the same way that they apply to animal behavior. So, <clears throat> so a lot of the examples, <coughs> excuse me, um, a lot of the examples uh, that we start with in uh, talking about learning are animal examples. Um, <clears throat> Uh, and I think that's useful because that's where some of this came from, but it's also uh, useful because those examples are usually simpler. Uh, things get a little bit more complex when we start talking about humans. But of course, what we always want to keep in mind is how does this apply to human behavior, right? Uh, so also pay attention to, um, uh, to human examples of these different kinds of learning. <clears throat> uh, since we're defining learning uh, very generally in terms of the effect of experience on future behavior, that encompasses a lot. Um, uh, you experience something today, like meeting somebody new or um, going to a new place, and you remember something about that. You remember some information, you remember the way to get to that place, and that affects your future behavior. You recognize that person when you see them again, or you know the way to get to that place and stuff like that, right? So we're not just talking about um, formal learning where people are trying to learn something, uh, but, um, but also the kinds of incidental learning that happen every day in our everyday um, personal experience. So for sake of completeness, uh, we've got to look at um, three different ways of learning. Um, your textbook uh, summarizes these three different ways of learning in figure, doo -doo 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 -doo, figure, no, it's not a figure, it's a learning tip on page 216, um, uh, a kind of an flowchart of uh, three different types of learning. Um, uh, the first is uh, non-associative learning, then associative learning, and then learning by watching others. Now, the main focus of this chapter really is on the middle kind of learning, learning by uh, association, associative learning. Um, uh, it does mention some things briefly about non-associative learning. Uh, and actually, um, I want you to remember that um, we kind of talked about this. Uh, we kind of looked at non-associative learning in our chapter on sensation and perception. Uh, that um, that um, 
uh, our senses can adapt over time uh, to constant levels of stimulation. Uh, and so that we can be habituated to particular things, or we can also be sensitized to particular kinds of stimuli. Um, <clears throat> and so we kind of talked about, we kind of looked at those in chapter uh, five, sensation and perception. Uh, they're mentioned here in this chapter because they do, uh, strictly speaking, represent types of learning, the effect of some kind of experience on future behavior. Um, but our main focus here is going to be on the two kinds of associative learning, classical and operant conditioning, with uh, this week more on classical conditioning, next week more on operant conditioning. Um, <clears throat> then uh, toward the end of this chapter, uh, we'll look at um, some things having to do with learning by observing. Learning by observing, I think the concepts here are very simple, um, and so you know probably don't need to spend a whole lot of time on that, but realize that it's very powerful in that um, we're not always the individual who is involved in getting rewarded or punished or something like that uh, in a particular situation. But if we can observe other people learning in those situations, that is, they get rewarded or punished or whatever uh, in a particular situation, we come to learn that if we did the same behavior, we could expect the same kind of consequence. And so that saves us a lot of trouble, <laughs> right, of not having to uh, encounter every single thing, um, uh, but that we can also learn secondhand uh, vicariously from other people's experience. So again, I think the concept's simple, but it's very, um, uh, very powerful explanatory uh, and explanation. Okay, so um, so this week uh, look mostly at um, classical conditioning processes, um, and your discussion board for this week involves coming up with your own example of classical conditioning that you've seen in your own life. Um, and so um, think about uh, different kinds of experiences that you've had um, that might have changed your future behavior. Um, all right, so I look forward to seeing those. Uh, let me know if you have any questions. Again, you can send me questions by email or by uh, chat, text, um, through Microsoft Teams. Um, you can also post questions in the open discussion board, uh, the non-graded discussion board, um, and I can respond to them there, and other people can see the answers there too. Okay, let me know if you have any questions.